My name is Lincoln. Thanks for joining me once again. You're listening to That's the Truth. Coming right up is the audio recording of one of our live stream services from the House of God here in Montreal. You can watch the video recording on our Facebook page, Linked with God. That's L-I-N-K-E-D, with God. Or you can head on over to our YouTube channel, That's the Truth. If you have trouble finding that page, go to youtube.com, enter That's the Truth in the search bar, click on the filter button, which you'll see a little lower to the left of the search bar, then click on the channel button where you'll see the Bible icon that identifies our channel, That's the Truth, and that should appear right on top of the list. Click on the Bible icon where you'll then have access to all of our teachings on video. Please share these links with your friends and family so they too can be blessed with the Word of God as you are receiving it right now. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Well, let's get right to it. Get your Bibles. There's a lot to read because God has a lot to say to us. Directly from the Word of God, you're listening to That's the Truth. Hallelujah. I know they're singing of higher ground, but I'm thinking of solid ground. His name is at home. Praise God. Say his name. Praise God. I thank God I can look at my feet. Blessed be the name of the Lord. They're shot in the preparation of the gospel of peace, but they're also standing on a rock. Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Praise God. It doesn't matter. Amen. What is blowing on this earth today? Hallelujah. What is blowing my way? Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. I'm standing. Hallelujah. If you have that confession, say it with me. I'm standing. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Say it again. I'm standing. Hallelujah. Blessed be his holy name. Praise God. When the devil wants to knock us down, praise God. I thank God. Stand fast in the liberty. Having done all to stand, stand therefore. Praise God. Amen. Over and over in the scriptures. Hallelujah. Since Jesus Christ has come and done the work which he has done, the work which was wrought on Calvary. Praise God. Amen. I thank God that it has allowed us to stand. Praise God. Blessed be his holy name. I stand for the truth. Hallelujah. His name is, I can lift up that scepter of righteousness, praise God. His name is Jesus, praise God. Amen. Let people know that, amen, Jesus is coming. Like he said, I'm coming again, praise God, and we need to be ready. Behold, he says, I come quickly. Hallelujah. When when Jesus is given the signal to come, there won't be time to change. There won't be time. You need to be ready now. And I thank God today, praise God. Hallelujah. That I can be found, praise God, on ready ground, on solid ground, on holy ground. Blessed be his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Amen. I want you to have this recognition and this reality of who you are in Christ Jesus. Praise God. Amen. In this world, but not of it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Having laid aside the weight and the sin which would easily beset us. Praise God. What has given us, hallelujah, is what allows us or enables us to press, hallelujah, toward the mark for the prize. Amen. Jesus himself said, he that endureth unto the end, that's the person who shall be saved. Hallelujah. Praise God. Can't tell you when the end is. It looks like we're getting close, but uh, it makes no difference. I'm ready now. I'm ready in 30 seconds. I'm ready in 30 minutes. I'm ready in 30 days. I'll be ready. 
I was going to say 30 years, but then I would be 89. Hallelujah. All right. I'll be ready in 30 years. 89, here we come. There we go. Lord, increase my faith. Praise God. Amen. But like I said, it could be, amen, probably closer to 30 minutes than 30. Anyways, hallelujah. The thing, Jesus says, be ye therefore ready. Hallelujah. In French, it uses the word why. Jesus said, that's why I'm telling you to be ready. Praise God. So you back up. This is Matthew 24, verse 40. So you read 39, 38, 37, and you find out why. Amen. Whether you're reading it in French or English, Jesus said, that's why you need to be ready. Hallelujah. So I'm ready. Praise God. I'm in a good place to glorify God, to serve God, and to give him praise. Been reading a verse or two before to get the meeting going, to get the anointing, get the Holy Ghost. We've been reading from, I think I began reading in Ephesians chapter 1 probably two, three months ago. Today I'm in verse, um, we read last week, verse 8. It is the gift of God. Hallelujah. No, last night we read, or, or last week, did we read verse 8? Yes, we read verse 8. It is the gift of God. We're talking about Ephesians chapter 2, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. You can tie that verse in with Romans chapter 6 in the last verse. For the wages of your sin is death, but the gift of God, someone say gift. Amen. The gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. Thank God for that gift. Praise God. At home, say, thank you, Jesus. Thank God for that gift. Praise God. I'm not walking around with nothing. I've been given a gift. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's in Ephesians chapter 2. Not of works, lest any man shall boast. Praise God. It's a gift. Hallelujah. When you have to work for something, it's a wage. It's a salary. But when you're given something, the works aren't, amen, you just give a gift, rather. When you receive a gift, it has nothing to do with works. You know, you want to, the wages of your sin, amen, it's work and it's hard work to be a sinner, and those wages will pay you death. But the gift of God, thank God for his gift. I'm in Ephesians chapter 2. I read verse 8. I read verse 9. Listen to what verse 10 says. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. If you're not on your feet, get ready to stand. Which God hath before ordained that we should walk. That's why I said if you're not on your feet, get ready to stand. You can't walk and be sitting at the same time. Stand up with me, saints of God. Hallelujah. That we should walk in them. Hallelujah. I thank God today, praise God, that we... Praise God, are walking, not after the flesh, minding fleshly things or minding earthly things, but we walk after the Spirit. Praise God. I just finished reading this verse a couple hours ago at the start of our French meeting. And the verse, it's very interesting in how it says in French is that in English that we should walk in them. In French it says that you should do them, that you should practice what you're being told to do is the literal translation. Praise God. So we walk in them. Hallelujah. Praise God. We're not just walking around in circles. We are doers. Praise God. So you need to read. People say, what am I supposed to do? Read. There's your instructions. Praise God. Let me go old school. Praise God. Give me the book with paper and ink. Here's your instructions. It's the instruction book. Praise God. What God says, do. Hallelujah. I know you come across people and say, well, you know, we can't do that. Well, hang on. If God said to do something, are you telling me that God was talking for nothing? 
Amen. When God tells me to do something, you know what that does? It enables me. Hallelujah. Pay close attention to what I'm saying. Amen. When God says do, and a man is standing there saying, we can't do that. No, no. God just enabled me to do it because he said to do it. Amen. God will equip me to do, amen, so that I will be able to do what God wants me to do. It is glorifying him. Amen. We just read it's not of my works. I can't do anything. God, give it to me. I need the helmet of salvation. Protect my mind. Hallelujah. Protect what's right here, my heart, my soul, my chest, what's inside of me, my loins. Amen. Happen be, amen, with the breastplate of righteousness. Praise God. My loins girt. Hallelujah. My feet are shod in the preparation of the gospel of peace. One hand is the sword. One hand is the, the other hand is the shield. Praise God. I'm equipped. Hallelujah. This is not the armor of King Saul or King whoever. This is the armor of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords today. Hallelujah. And I thank God. Praise God. I'm meant to have been blessed with what I need. Hallelujah. To make it unto the end. Praise God. Amen. It's not God's will that you perish. Hallelujah. So he's going to do whatever, amen, whatever is required. Praise God. We just allow God to say, God, here I am. Work with me. Hallelujah. Praise God. Vessel unto honor. Hallelujah. Shape me, mold me, form me. Praise God. Amen. His son, Jesus Christ, was able to do it. And there is our example. Hallelujah. Not my will. Jesus said, amen. His flesh started. Jesus said, I, I want to take this cup and I want to push it a little bit that way. And then his flesh sees a little bit of leeway. Oh, yeah, the flesh wants to start to go a little bit this way. But Jesus put a stop to it. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Jesus says, hang on for a second. It's not my will. Come, come back. Hallelujah. Going to be hard for the flesh to drink it, but I'm going to drink it. Not my will, but thy will be done. Hallelujah. Just as we've been looking at the Lord's Prayer for the past few weeks. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Hallelujah. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Thank God for today. Amen. Thank God for that daily bread, praise God, that we have. Forgive us our trust, our amen, our, our debts. Forgive us, praise God, of our trespass as we forgive also our debtors. Hallelujah. Praise God. Blessed be his holy name. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. For thine is the kingdom, thine is the power, and thine is the glory. Not just for a day or two, not just for a week, not just for as long as this earth will stand, but forever and forever, praise God. Are you glad that Jesus not only taught us how to pray, but when it came time for Jesus to pray in the Garden of Gethsemane for you and I, hallelujah, Jesus prayed just as he taught. Hallelujah. Thy will be done. Praise his holy name. Praise God. Are you on your feet? Amen. That we should walk in them. Stand up. I'm going to pray in a couple of minutes. Before I do that, if you can help me sow this good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Share this link by sharing this link. Subscribe or some of you know more technology than I do, but so that others can join us. They too will be blessed as we are to be blessed. We will be blessed. We're going to go to God. Hallelujah. With our prayers, with our supplications.
and thanksgiving. When you read how Paul was teaching the church in his day, in Philippians chapter 4, at the beginning of that chapter, he says, when you pray, this is, amen, hallelujah. Not just to be asking and asking and asking, but by faith, amen, having done asked, praise God, by faith, we thank him for it. Hallelujah. And we have a lot to be thankful for today. We're protected. First off, we're saved. Hallelujah. We're walking, amen, in the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We continue in the life which he has given us. Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. Hallelujah. But this newness of life that we have received, Jesus says, marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. So I thank God today, praise God, as we get closer, as we make our way closer to where we were. The last time we met, the last time we spoke, we've made, a, we've made it a few extra steps closer, praise God, if you're still enduring unto the end, if you're still running with patience the race which is set before you, hallelujah, we've obtained, we've gained some ground, hallelujah. Praise God. On our way out, pilgrims and strangers walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Yea, though I walk through it, and we're walking through it. They're dying on the left-hand side. They're dying on the right-hand side. What's sad is they're dying without God. When they die in Christ, well, we are to rejoice. Remember, what's sad is the devil, the enemy, is killing them. He's the killer. He's the destroyer. He's the thief. He's robbing them of the opportunity that you and I have once again to receive this good news that we have. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God. Someone say the power of God. Amen. The power of God unto salvation to the Jew first and then to the Gentile. That's in Romans chapter 1 verse 16. And if you read verse 17, it lets us know, praise God, what it's, it's not about religion. It's about righteousness. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. I thank God for it. We're going to pray in a couple of minutes. As I said, share this link. I want as many people as possible to come together in prayer. Praise God. This is what is important. If you notice the title or the title really hasn't changed much in the past five weeks. Thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory. Last couple of weeks, we've been speaking about the power, the last, as, as Jesus is bringing that prayer, the Lord's prayer to a close. Today, we're going to look at the glory. Who gets the glory? I think we all know that, God. How's he going to get it? Oh, that's where you and I, hallelujah, get called. That's how you and I, that's where you and I, we come into the picture, praise God. Because the trees can shake their branches and... The clouds can, you know, we see clouds, all kinds of shapes and form, and all these nice things. The mountains are majestic. Now, they really don't move unless the earth is trembling, but and God is creator of all these things. But in order for him to receive the praise, the honor, and the glory, that's when you and I, we need to open up our mouths, and we're going to do that in 30 seconds. I invite you to stand with me. Even if you're in your kitchens, your living room, unless you're driving, I want you to stand. Praise God. We're, gonna, we're going to look up from whence cometh our help. Our help cometh from the Lord. That's Old Testament. The Bible says when you see these things happening, and some of these things are happening, the Bible says look up for your redemption draweth nigh. Our Redeemer, Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let's lift him up.
Praise God. In the name of Jesus today. Heavenly Father, hallowed, holy, sanctified is your name. We praise a holy name. We praise a holy God today. Thank God for this opportunity that we have once again. Not to forsake this gathering, not to forsake this assembly. Lord, we assembled a couple hours ago right here in this building, right here in the house of God. Thank God, amen, for those who came out. The word of God was, which was preached with the power and the anointing, Lord. I pray that nothing will choke it. Nothing from this world will choke it, burn it up, rob it. In the name of Jesus, come against. Hallelujah. Spirits, troubling spirits they are. Praise God. Bless, bless our friends. People we've met for the first time who are with us this afternoon, I thank God, Lord, for the opportunity to see them face to face. Because of this technology, they've been listening at home, but we have the opportunity to gather today. Certain restrictions have been lifted here in our area, and it allows more of us to gather today. Give you the praise and the glory for these things. But now, my brothers and sisters from all across this nation, from Newfoundland, from the East Coast to the West Coast, Lord, in the name of Jesus, as we gather together in the next few minutes, praise God, we come, hallelujah, expecting to open up the Word of God and to hear. Our ears are open, Lord. I pray the blessing upon my brothers and sisters that their ears will be open to receive, ears to hear. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Eyes that would be open to see, Lord, in the name of Jesus, praise God. A heart that would be open to receive, in Jesus' name. But more importantly, amen, faith cometh by hearing. Open up the ears. Who's ever listening today, in the name of Jesus, Spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. Come down upon, amen, as they prayed in the upper room in one accord. And you sat upon them. They were baptized not only with the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of the living God, but with fire. This is what we need today, praise God. Hallelujah for the power of God to be in us, in my brothers and sisters, to be filled with the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. The comforter which we have. Hallelujah. As Jesus ascended to prepare a place for us, the Holy Ghost came down as a comforter to lead us and to guide us into all truth, all righteousness. We thank God for that spirit today. For where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And I thank God the freedom and the liberty that we have. Lord, we will take advantage of it. We're not going to waste it. We're not going to waste any time. Praise God. We're going to talk about Jesus and him crucified. Anybody else running around doing whatever they're doing? Who cares? Jesus Christ died on Calvary. It was a great thing, and I will not neglect so great salvation now in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray this mind, this heart, these thoughts will be within my brother and sisters across this nation, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Our hands are up. Our heads are bowed. Our eyes are closed. We're on our knees. Doesn't matter what position, but we're thanking you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We're giving you the praise, and we're giving you all the glory. Hallelujah. Praise your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Thinking of your goodness and all that you have done for me. Praise God. You paid a debt. Hallelujah. You didn't owe this debt. I owed. I was the one owing, but you paid this debt. I couldn't pay it. I owed it. Couldn't pay it, but thank God. Savior today. Praise God. Blood which was shed. Hallelujah. We glorify you. We lift you up, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Yeah, we have the organs. We have the stringed instruments. We have cymbals and high-sounding cymbals. We've got those certain things that are 
They still need a, 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 a saint. They still need a son and a daughter of God behind them at home. We're clapping our hands or strumming along on our guitars or banging drums on the table. Doesn't matter what it is on the drums. Lord, in the name of Jesus, praise God. Amen. I thank God for the blessing that we have of our brothers and sisters to take this liberty right now. Praise God. Now, I know some of us are troubled in the flesh. In the name of Jesus, I come against it right now. Devil, in Jesus' name, I bind you. The power that I have in the name of Jesus, you don't stand a chance. You are bound right now, and I cast you out in the name of Jesus. Whatever is troubling us, headaches, migraines, out in Jesus' name. Circulation, blood that needs to flow, out in Jesus' name, praise God. A thyroid that needs to wake up, pancreas that needs to come to life, Lord. Digestive system, lungs that need to pump more air and oxygen, however it works, Lord. You know, you made it in Jesus' name. And I pray this blessing upon my brothers and sisters right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Blessed be the holy name of the Lord today. Praise God for the health and the strength that we have as we serve you. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Thank God for offerings. Amen. That were brought into the house of the Lord a few minutes ago. Give you the praise and the glory for what's in this bucket. The offering slips. Amen. The offerings that were given through internet, through e-transfer. They were sent along in the post. All these envelopes, all these papers, Lord. I lift them up. Count them. In Jesus' name, you said you'd multiply. You need to take into account every dollar. In Jesus' name, praise God. Multiplication begins right now in the name of Jesus. As I pray, open up the windows of heaven, whatever our need is, in Jesus' name, keep us protected, but at the same time, Lord, as we young people in school, college, university level, whatever it is, adults going to work, back and forth, praise God, we're protected. Our houses are protected. Our families are protected. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Hallelujah. Just not multiply, amen, our, our finances. Multiply our, praise God, uh, the, the spirit that is within us that we may increase, that we may grow in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mentally, spiritually, corporally, physically, hallelujah, financially, whatever it is, Lord, in Jesus' name, you know we all have, praise God, a different need today, but come to that need in Jesus' name, praise God. So as we continue to serve you, our tithes and our offerings, praise God, will be increased in the name of Jesus as we increase, praise God, what we do for the kingdom of God as it is. Praise God. Hallelujah. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, Lord. I thank God today. Praise God. We know where we stand. Heaven and earth shall be shaken, but thank God today for solid ground in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Praise your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. For the word of God as we open up our Bibles, Lord. In about five minutes from now, as we open up the Word of God, Lord, I pray that every word find its way into good ground in the name of Jesus. Praise God. As we share this link with our children, our children's children, our neighbors, our friends, in Jesus' name, hallelujah, today is the day. They will log in, they will sign on or do whatever they have to do so that they may hear once again the Word of God preached with the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost find its way into good ground. Good ground. I'm claiming good ground now. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Amen. The message that you have for us today, I thank God that we are ready to receive it right now. We're going to lay aside, amen, the responsibilities. We're out of the kitchen. We're out of the bedroom. We're out of the garage. We're out of the tool room. In Jesus' name. And we find ourselves, hallelujah, at the feet of Jesus Christ. Praise God for that needful thing. Hallelujah. What my soul needs today is your word. And I thank you for it. And I give you the praise 
and the glory, praise God, for every word which proceedeth out of your mouth, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Every word, thank God for what is written as it is written in the name of Jesus. Every word today. Hallelujah. Praise God. All the praise, all the glory, all the honor goes to you today in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray these things and I call them done in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Keep your hands up for a moment or two at home. Praise God. You may have said amen, but thank the Lord. Praise God. If you ask him for something, a better position, I need more hours at work or I need a better job, whatever it is, you thank God for it. Say, here's my prayers. Here's my requests. I made them known. These are my supplications. Now comes the thanksgiving. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. At home, someone say, thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Certainly, I got something to thank him for. Praise God. Think of his goodness. All that he's done for me. Thank my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Say it again. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Increase your effort. Another 10, 15 seconds with all you got. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and some of what's in me. No. Amen. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and amen. All that is within me. Not just a little part, not just some. Amen. But all. Take a deep breath. Hallelujah. And get ready to praise God. Amen. That's not deep enough. When a doctor says take a deep breath, you you inhale until there's nothing more to inhale. Amen. Take a deep breath. Praise God. Now let it out. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Lord of Lords, King of Kings. Blessed be his holy name. I will bless the Lord. Bless him. Praise God. Oh, my soul and all that is within me. Praise God. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. That's how David did it. And the Bible says that David had a heart unto God. God was a witness of his heart in the Old Testament and also in the New Testament. Praise God. Even though he had a harp in his hand or he had a spear or a javelin in his hand. Hallelujah. David says, I will bless the Lord. Praise God. Amen. Took him 15 years to get his promise. He ran around as a king anointed by the prophet of God for 15 years and a little extra. Hallelujah. Amen. Anointed as a king, but he wasn't king. He's running around. He's, he's running for his life at some times. And you picture David, I will bless the Lord with all my soul. Praise, oh, my soul. Amen. And all that is within me. Praise God. Amen. He had seven brothers that were being paraded before the man of God with all their army decor and their badges and their honor and their uniform. That's the way I picture it. Amen. And David's out there just, I, he was probably singing or writing a psalm. Amen. And God says, no, 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 seven times. Many called, few are chosen. Uh, something wrong. Am I in the right house? God says, yeah, you're in the right house. Something missing. Amen. Someone missing. Praise God. Is there anyone else? Yeah. He's like the shepherd guy in the field. Looks kind of weird. Saying, you know, sings all day long. Amen. That's David. David's a man of God says, well, go get him. Let's have a look. Praise God. Amen. God had already made his choice. Praise God. And I thank God today. Amen. That God won't have to look for a rock. He won't have to look for a stone. Amen. But you and I are here today. Praise God. Amen. God won't have to sit there and say, 
oh, well, I guess I need some stones because brother so-and-so, sister so-and-so, they're not doing what they should be doing, what they ought to be doing. Praise God. The organ's here just to give you a little bit of life. Praise God. Get your feet off the ground. You can clap your hands now. You can shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph. Praise God. I want you to do it so that God won't have to resurrect, I guess, or a stone somewhere. It's what Jesus said as a true worshiper. Let's, let's worship him today. Praise God. Amen. As he deserves it, the Bible says he is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. Praise God. So give him praise. Give him the glory before we sit down and settle in for a few minutes. A hallelujah with the Bibles in our, with our Bibles in our hands. Praise God. Just once again, oh my soul and all that is within you, give God that praise. Hallelujah. I've come to sing my song. Amen. I've come to clap my hands. Amen. I've come to serve the Lord. I've come to dance my dance. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. I've come to rejoice. That's what the Bible teaches us. Praise God. Thank God that we are in the place. Hallelujah to do that. And I'm not just talking about this building, bricks and mortar. Amen. We are in the place as far as our soul salvation is concerned. Praise God. Where we have the liberty to do that. Hallelujah. Some people can't do it because they are still entangled with a yoke. They are still in bondage of sin. Even religion. Some people have good morals, but religion stifles them, keeps them down. So you don't have to do this and don't. Amen. I, we need to pay attention, hallelujah, to what has been written. Praise God. Amen. Not just on these pages, but on the fleshly tables of your heart. This is what makes a difference. Praise God. Amen. God is tr true to his word. It's not being hid. Amen. There's not a famine of the Word of God. I have a lot of things to read. Get your Bible. I have a lot of things to read because God has a lot of things to say. Praise God. So let's get ready to receive the Word of God. You may be seated. Hallelujah. At your houses, your homes, listening to me. As I said, make sure you have the Word of God, the Bible. We're going to be reading Old Testament and New Testament today. So get ready to, to spend some time where it will be good Hallelujah for the soul. Praise God. Praise God. And before I start to read, before we get into the message today, share this link. Help me to evangelize. Praise God. So people can tune in and receive the preaching of the Word of God. We've been looking at prophecy for the past, I don't know, since the beginning of this year, I guess, prophecy that allows us to be prepared. Praise God. Because what's what is coming? Amen. What we see, what what or what we read. Well, what we see is a good way to start because we're seeing things right now, and things are changing, and they're changing rapidly. After the meeting in French, a brother was speaking to me this afternoon, and he says things are happening so fast, and he's got two young children, and they're adapting to the to the way this technology leads us, and. And we were a couple of old guys were saying, yeah, remember back in the day, you had to put in these floppy disks inside the computer and you had to sit there and say upgrade and it would take you half a day and to, just to, to uh, realign your system. And this is what he was telling me. He says, yeah, I remember that because we used to work together, same boss. And, and uh, I said, nowadays, you don't do nothing. You just, you have this technology and they automatically update it for you. They don't even wait for you to, there's nothing, it just, it just happens. And that seems to be what the day and age that we live in 
all this technology around us, but it allows us to come together this way, and I thank God for it. Praise God, until we have the opportunity to um, go back on the road as far as my wife is concerned so we can see each other face to face. But this is what's happening. Amen. And if you, um, we can read in Hebrews chapter 12 where I think it's near the end of the, near the, end of the uh, chapter, the last verse or second to last verse. The Bible, it speaks about a kingdom. It speaks about things that will be shaken. Amen. Now, I know people say, well, everything will be shaken. No, everything that can be shaken will be shaken. There's things that cannot be shaken, and this is what we've been looking at. So what it, whenever the shaking starts, and it's kind of starting to rumble, kind of starting to shake, but thank God. See me? I'm not moving. Amen. And maybe not too stable or whatever, but thank God. Hallelujah. Where my feet are, stable ground. His name is? So when you read, amen, Hebrews, the vision that the writer in Hebrews is giving us in that 12th chapter, praise God, there's things, amen, that, that will be shaken because they can be shaken, but there's also, amen, what is unshakable, and thank God for the kingdom of God. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory. This is how Jesus taught us to pray, praise God. So we kind of know, amen, I, I wrote as a description saying in this message today, we're going to find out who gets the glory and who gives the glory, praise God. So we kind of know who gets the glory is God. Hallelujah. That's, I mean, in case you didn't know, well, now you know. God gets the glory. Any other glory is vain. So if you glorify anything, if you come up with another name, well, it's God is not happy. It's, it's vain. You're just wasting your time running around with whatever name can be. And there is a lot of names. You've heard me say them before. But today, it's Jesus Christ and him crucified. Hallelujah. And I thank God that we can be found praying as Jesus says. He's, when you pray, this is the way you ought to pray. Praise God. Thine is the kingdom. That last line of the prayer, you can read this in Matthew chapter 6, verse 13. Thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I thank God today, praise God. As we look at that, we're going to look at that last word in that prayer. Praise God. As far as glory is concerned, forever and forever. Amen. And the, last past, the past couple of weeks, we've been looking at power as far as, the, as possessing the power that we need. Hallelujah. Because... Whatever is going to come against us, we need power to be able to withstand in the day. And I thank God that we spent a couple of weeks looking at that. Today we're going to look at the evidence, amen, the proof of glory, the evidence of glory. And that's when you and I need to step in, amen. God needs his children, God needs his, the saints, his saints to glorify God. We are, we're the, we are the messenger that light is in us. His name is Jesus. Praise God. We have a message. If you want to tune into news, then you can just open up the CBC or the NTV or whatever, whatever it is, and you get news, just ordinary news, plain old, dull. Sometimes it's not so boring, but you understand what I'm saying. Now, if you want good news, someone say good news. I'm not ashamed of the gospel, praise God. In my hand, I got good news. Amen. So... If you want to fire up your flat screens and just get regular old news, that's depressing most often. Praise God. But good news, amen, you don't open up the TV, you open up the Word of God. You open up the Bible. Praise God. So get your Bibles. Get your Bibles. We're going to begin reading in a couple of minutes. Praise God. I want to welcome every one of you in the presence of a holy God this afternoon. Praise God. It's going to be an easy find. Just turn to the second to last page in your Bibles. We're going to read from Revelation 21. As I begin this message, 30 seconds, I'm going to get ready to read, and I want you to read along with me in Revelation chapter 21. Praise his holy name. I want everyone to be in a position, 
to receive what God has for us. Nothing in the way. Amen. I already prayed for the devil to back off. This is God's time for God's people. Praise God. Amen. With the word of God. Amen. You have that sword and that shield right there in your hands. Praise God. So we're going to turn near, the, near to the end in most Bibles. I suppose it would be the second to last page in Revelation chapter 21. A couple of these verses, we've kind of been reading them back and forth throughout the past few weeks as we've been looking at the kingdom of God and what is about to be established. We're going to read some verses today where it's going to be really clear that after reading what we're going to read, you are going to want to be a partaker of God's promise to be in the kingdom of God, in the kingdom of heaven. You're not going to want to stick around to whatever is about to take place upon this planet. Revelation chapter 21 and verse 9. We're going to read, I'm going to read verses 9, 10, and 11. And before I do that, I'm going to quote something which I've quoted for the past, I guess, two months or two and a half months. And I quote this from Matthew chapter 24 and verse 40 where Jesus says, Therefore, be ye also ready. Hallelujah. My brother, praise God. Amen. Quoting it with me. My sister's in front of me. We've heard this. We know this by heart. Praise God, because I've been quoting it. And this is what's so important. As we begin to look at prophecy, I put out the disclaimer. I can't tell you the day. I can't tell, the, tell you the hour. Some people have tried. They got these charts and these graphs and all these things lined up. I have zero confidence in it because when I read the scriptures, first of all, Jesus says, they're, they're going to come around. They're going to tell you that the end is approaching. Uh, what are you going to do? Jesus says, pay them. No, he don't. Don't. It's not even. They got a ways to go yet. So whatever man thinks, when the Bible says that no man knows the hour, you can try all you want. You can, you can have the IQ of Einstein times two. You're still not going to be able to figure it out. doesn't matter what interpretation of the Bible you use. or You can't do it. So they'll do it. They'll, I, I thank God that, like I said, they'll be doing all, all these things, whatever they're doing. But I thank God today I can read and I can just apply, praise God, what is, what is, what is um, applicable to us. Praise God. And... So going into Revelation 21, John gives us a glimpse through the, it's a prophetic glimpse, and John gives us a little bit of a vision, or quite a bit. I mean, we're chapter 21, so if you read from the first chapter, um, there's a message given to the churches in the, in the first three chapters of Revelation, then when you get into chapter 4, chapter 5, and so on, the, uh, we get into prophecy. So here we are, chapter 21. The angel comes to John and says, John, I'm going to take you somewhere. Revelation 21, verse 9, and there came unto me, this is John writing, so they came unto John, one of the seven angels which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues, and talked with me saying, come hither, I will show thee the bride, the lamb's wife. Now who's he talking about? Praise God. I know he's talking about the lamb. We know the lamb is Jesus Christ. If you're reading in the King James, well, lamb is a capital L, so that's Jesus. But talking about the bride or the wife is talking about you and I, just to make that clear. So John, prophetically in the, I guess for him, in the distant future, for us it's probably not the too distant, not so far away, but John sees in verse 10, and he carries... Away, verse 10, he says, and he carried me away in the spirit. So his spirit gets carried away. 
He's not, he's not asleep here. This is, this is, when I look at this, amen, he's carried away. And he sees in the spirit, he says, to a great and high mountain. And remember what we're reading, the great and high mountain. We're going to come back to this. This is prophecy from the Old Testament. In about 30 minutes or so, we'll be reading again. Verse 10, and he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain. And he showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. I'm going to repeat that last part of the verse. Descending out of heaven from God. Someone say, from God. Because we're going to see, I've been talking about two kingdoms. And we're going to see the difference. We're going to start to receive details of these kingdoms. One is from God, and one is, well, we're kind of mixed up in the middle of it right now. And it's, it's just not going to last. The devil is trying to do all he is doing. But as we receive the description, what is descending out of the heaven from God, verse 11, having the glory of God. We're looking at glory today. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. God has, God receives this glory. God is, as we look at this, more than just this word, as we look at this responsibility that you and I have received, we have been giving, we have been given a performance to perform, to glorify God. And verse 11 teaches us having the glory of God and her light was like unto a stone most precious, a very precious stone, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. Someone say clear. Praise God. Hallelujah. When this light will appear, the glory of God, this is what the Bible teaches us. We're going to look at this. When it has appeared, all of a sudden, there's, there is no darkness. There's nothing hiding. There's nothing that is contrary. Where there is light, there is no darkness. Praise God. Amen. This may be the last page of your Bible. If you want to turn to the first page of your Bible, God says, let there be light. And there was light. Hallelujah. So God on the first page, God on the last page, God is God. And beside him, there is no other. Can someone say amen? Praise God. This is whom I serve today. Praise God. Amen. An unchanging and unfailing God. Who is immutable? Praise God. Jump into the Old Testament. Turn into the book of Isaiah chapter 60. Hallelujah. This is the kingdom of God that we read about. This is what John sees. And in chapter 60, at the beginning of that chapter, Isaiah writes, he says, Arise, shine. Amen. For thy light is come and the glory... Isaiah 60, verse 1, and the glory, someone say glory. The glory of the Lord is, excuse me, risen upon thee, risen upon us. For behold, verse 2, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. Say, well, I thought we were talking about prophecy. Well, for Isaiah, this was prophecy. Now, if Isaiah was to make a sudden appearance, today is March the 28th, 2021, if I got that right. 
And if Isaiah was to make a sudden appearance, Isaiah would walk around. He'd walk downtown Montreal or downtown the Fort Saskatchewan or through central Newfoundland or wherever you're listening to me, downtown Yorkton, downtown Silver Hills. Is there a downtown Silver Hills? Maybe not. Amen, my brother. Amen. Isaiah would walk around. And Isaiah would look around and say, you know what? When I was prophesying, when the Spirit of the Lord came upon me, and when it was thus saith the Lord, you know what? I didn't miss the mark. Even Isaiah would look around and say, well, you know what I said two, 3,000 years ago, or close to 4,000, whenever Isaiah was prophesying, or Jeremiah, be it Jeremiah, Amos, Daniel, Ezekiel, Habakkuk, it doesn't matter, amen, Joel, who else, Malachi, Zechariah, Zechariah, amen. If they were to come around and say, wow, the word of God, amen, we said some things, they were kind of... A little strange, but it was God talking through the men of God, through the women of God who prophesied in those days. But they would be able to sit there and say, well, God, you are true to your word. Hallelujah. Because when I look at this, when I read this, it's kind of Isaiah describing where you and I are today. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But, thank God, amen, for the word right here in the middle of this verse 2, Isaiah 60. He says, but... The Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory, someone say glory, thine is the power, thine is the glory, his glory shall be seen upon thee, praise God. So it is to our benefit that we glorify God, thine is the glory, but God is a giving God, can someone say thank you Jesus, amen, thine is the power, thine is the glory, but then Jesus Christ turns around, he tells his disciples, he tells you and I, he says, I will give you power, and it'll be more power than all the power of the enemy. Amen? So when I pray, thine is the power, thine is the glory, I get some of that back. Praise God. Amen? I get what I need. Amen? God gets the glory, praise God, but I need some light. I need some shining. I need, amen, the glory of God to be upon me. Praise God, so that as I walk through this valley of the shadow of death, as I walk through and I see the shadows to my left and to my right, and the darkness that is trying to overwhelm the children of light, when Jesus says to walk in the light while there is light, he said that he is the light of this world. And I thank God today, praise God, that as I take one step forward, amen, the steps of a good man and of a good woman are ordered of the Lord. And as I proceed, as I press toward that mark, praise God, amen, I thank God there's light. I can see where I'm going. I can see where I'm heading. Praise God. There may be darkness to the, to on the wayside or in the ditch or behind me, but thank God, amen, the light, uh, Praise God that Jesus Christ is not only in me, but in this world that I can make my way through. Hallelujah. The valley of the shadow of death. Even the times where the flesh finds it hard. Hallelujah. But he says, but, amen, there's darkness shall cover, but the Lord shall arise upon who? Amen. In Revelation, I was reading of the bride, of you and I. Amen. Amen and shall be seen upon thee, hallelujah. And not only this, verse three, it says, now the Gentiles shall come to thy light. Amen, here we are, praise God. People look for darkness, Paul says, because all they wanna do is do dark deeds. They, wanna, they want the night to show up because they wanna do their dark, evil, nighttime deeds in the dark. But I thank God today, praise God, we have nothing to hide, but we have everything to claim. We have everything to magnify and to show forth, amen, the praises of God, to show forth the blessings of God. 
Hallelujah. We do that. We serve God with our tithes, with our offerings, with our testimonies, especially that. Amen. For ye are, Paul said, Paul wrote to the church in his day, and he says, for ye are the epistle. Praise God. Amen. This is what, how men are supposed to read, amen, the expression on your face. Not down and out, not sad and silly, but the, the expression that we read, that we are, people look at us and say, hmm, kind of strange. Yes, I am. Praise God. When they would call me strange, yeah, I guess so. Compared to you, I am strange. I do things different. I walk a different walk. I talk a different talk. I have something in me that you don't have. I have something in me that the world can't give me, the world can't provide. Praise God. So that's what makes us, as the Bible teaches us, praise God. Even through the writings of Paul. Amen. We're peculiar. Okay. Well, let's do that. Amen. Strangers. Oh, that's fine. Praise God. Yeah, we are chosen. Hallelujah. To be just that. Praise God. The world thinks we're dumb. Well, that's, God says, I'll take dumb things to confound the wise. So I don't mean, amen, I don't mind being dumb so that God can take a dumb thing and confound the wise. Praise God, amen. Nothing written at forehand. Jesus said, when you, you will be led, you will be forced to stand before the magistrates. But he says, you don't pull out a long list in a speech because the Holy Ghost, amen, will give you that utterance of right at that very second, what needs to be said, what needs to be proclaimed, what they need to hear. The Holy Ghost, praise God, amen, will be give you that unction, give you that utterance. Hallelujah. You open up your mouth and you'll be able to speak. Amen. These are the promises that we have looked at. Hallelujah. That we are blessed with it today. We are equipped Praise God for what is about to come. Praise God. The Gentiles shall come to thy light and kings to the brightness, hallelujah, of thy rising. Praise his holy name. Now jump back into the New Testament. Again, Matthew chapter 24. We've been coming and going or in and out of this chapter, the teaching of Jesus for a long time right now. A couple of weeks ago, I read through 30-some verses in Mark chapter 13. I think in the second part of the series, we read through Mark chapter 13, and this is, that was Mark's account. This is Matthew's account. Very similar, but this afternoon we're going to read Matthew 24, verse 29. He says, Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. So there's some things that are going to be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Some would say great glory. I think we read this a couple of weeks ago when I was spending some time looking at the word power. And today, as we look at the word glory, they go together. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up. We have a place to look. Hallelujah. Amen. This is the teaching of Jesus. He says, now look up, lift up your heads. Amen. So look up and lift up. Amen. Some people try to look, they just, they don't move their heads, they just, and they try to, I've seen a lot of people look up, they roll their eyes, sometimes right in the middle of my preaching, and they roll their eyes. Uh. Jesus makes it clear, he says, look up and lift up, amen, someone say, look and lift, amen, that's the, that's the way I'm reading it. Jesus says, when you see these things begin to come to pass, begin, don't wait, 
When you see them begin to come to pass, he says, look up and lift up your heads for your redemption draweth nigh. So who is going to be looking up? Amen. Who is looking? I say, amen, thank God. My brother's pointing to himself. He says, I'm looking. Amen, good, my brother. Amen, if you're looking, you're going to see it. Praise God, it won't be too late for you. Hallelujah, because he says we're all going to see it, but for some people who are not ready, it's going to be too late. Looking unto the author and the finisher of our faith, who despising the shame, the false witnesses and the false testimonies they went, and the false accusers, amen. But he looked at God, Jesus Christ was looking forward. He was looking into the end of March 2021 to see sisters and brothers gathered together serving Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You can read this, the second verse in Hebrews chapter 12. Praise God. Amen. So we're looking. Amen. The writer in Hebrews taught us to look for he's coming back a second time, this time without sin. And we need to have, amen, we need to be, if you're not ready, you're not looking. I preached this a couple of weeks ago, and I, this, I may as well just cut to the chase and then try not to beat around the bush or try to sugarcoat anything or make it, this is simple to understand. If you're not looking, you're not ready. End of story. It's as simple as that. That's the way I see it in the scriptures. Go back and listen to the teaching last week or two weeks ago when I brought this up and made this clear by reading the scriptures. Hallelujah. If you're not interested, you're not looking. If you're not ready, you're not looking. You're involved with doing something else. You're not of God. 1 John chapter 4. I'm going to read a few verses from the epistle of John. The first epistle. Not Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, but 1 John. Near the end. John, and then you read Jude, and then you read Revelations. Near the end of your Bible, find 1 John chapter 4. First epistle, 1 John 4. Beloved, the first verse, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits. I read some verses from Luke 21. We were just in Luke chapter 21. And, or did I skip Luke 21? I am so sorry. I got ahead of myself. Well, 1 John chapter 4, verse, we're going to do it this way. Then we're going to get into Luke 21. So I'll, I'll read it, confirm it, then we'll go back to what Jesus said. No harm. 1 John 4, verse 1. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God. Because many, listen, many false prophets, and not just one or two. And the devil's got a lot of his minions running around. And he says, many false prophets are gone out into the world. What are they saying? When we go back into Luke 21 in a moment or two, we're going to read verse 8. They're running around. He says, the time draweth near, the time draweth near. And Jesus said, don't pay any attention to them. Amen. I know I use that saying, saying, you know, I try to bring the, the, um, the fear of God, if you would, saying, you know what? Last week was all right, but we're a week closer to the end. We're getting close. This may be not the last days, but... We're getting, we're starting to see things that are pointing us into the direction that the time is being redeemed, the time is being shortened. But when you have all these people, like I said, they have their graphs, graphs and their charts and their maps and all these illustrations and such, you said, don't 
don't bother with it. You can read this in Luke 21, verse 8. We're going to go into that chapter in a moment or two. But listen to what John says. John, I've been preaching a God who separates a doctrine that is simple for us to understand. You either have chosen life or you have chosen death. You're either on your way to heaven or you're on your way to hell. It's either or. It's very simple. And listen how John lays it out here. He says, hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit, this is verse 2. 1 John 4, verse 2. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. Those last three words, if you want to underline it, or the last two words, is of God. Now, verse 3. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. So you're either of God or you are not of God. Very simple. At home, you have either confessed Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, or you have not yet made that confession. Shame on you. I'm going to be up front. Shame on you. Because I don't know if you have the next 30 seconds. And Jesus says, be ye therefore ready. He didn't say, get ready. Try to be ready. He says, be ye ready. I thank God. I mean, time passed last week or two years or 10 years ago. I wasn't ready, but I got ready. Hallelujah, and through the Spirit of the living God, through His Word, I remain ready. Praise God. And I'm looking. Hallelujah. Praise God. Romans chapter 10 and verse 9 and 10. Confess. Believe it in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior, and ye shall be saved. So now every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. So you have spirits that are of God and a spirit that is not of God. And I'll remove the plural that I put. You have a spirit that is of God and a, or a spirit that is not of God. There is only one spirit. Verse 3, And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist. So you have people running around. They have not yet made that confession. You've not yet confessed Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And now John begins to add a little bit to it. He says, you're not, not just you are not of God, but you are against God. You are anti-Christ. Oh, he was a good man. Oh, he was more than that. Amen. Some people will take it, you know, they'll, they'll go a little bit of the distance and say, well, we believed he was, you know, he was around, but then you watch Hollywood and there's a lineage and had an illicit affair and he's got some children and some bloodline and all these conspiracy theories and that you have that allows Hollywood to make money with all these conjectures and all these stories and such. All these things that come our way. We need to make one thing clear and the only way you're going to see clearly is through the word of God. Jesus Christ, that is light. So John is teaching us, he says now, he says, if you are not of God, that spirit that is holding you back. I didn't mean to embarrass anybody when I said, well, shame on you, but that's kind of the way I, I'm going to stick to what I said. Amen. You ought to be ashamed. And you are. In your sin, you're ashamed. If you haven't confessed, you haven't been washed of your sins, well, then you're walking in shame. So shame on you. Amen. Thank God you're listening to me. Don't, don't amen, continue listening. Make up your decision. Make up your mind. 
I could lead you. I can help you. I can tell you what to say. God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. I can say that. Repent of your sins. Marvel not that I say unto thee, be merciful. I can say all these things, but it's up to you to decide. I can pray with you. I can pray for you, but you need to decide. Today, now, don't be running around with a spirit that is antichrist. Whereof ye have heard, and we read through the parts of Revelation. I know there's the, the Antichrist with a capital A. There's the one who's going to come, and he's going to cause the abomination and the desolation. And he is going to have signs and wonders, and he's going to deceive most of the world. The Bible teaches that's the Antichrist. But that spirit that is leading up to the Antichrist is running, it's loose today. This is what John is saying. It's out there. And you have all kinds of people that refuse to believe Jesus, when he says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No man cometh unto the Father, but by me. People say, well, you know, that's a little strict. Okay, yes, it is. Amen. I was being interviewed once, and the cameras were rolling, and um, the person who was doing the interview, I forget, the university here in Montreal, and um, he says, I don't appreciate, and he asked me all the nice questions and kind of said, I'm sitting there saying, I know who the devil is and I know I'm about to be set up. So how was it like growing up in a pastor's home and how was it like reading the Bible and your friends and whatever? And then here came, here came the setup and he was, he was blunt with what he said. He says, now I don't like when I read your Bible because your God is a killer. And I looked him right in the eyes and I said, yes, he is. And that kind of shocked him. Because I wasn't going to sit there and try to cover things up. I wasn't going to sit there and try to, well, you know, let's read a little bit of Greek or some Hebrew and maybe we can try to understand. There's a couple of verses that maybe mean this or that. I just looked at him right now. I said, yes, he is. I said, and you know, since you're reading the Bible, you'll be reading the same Bible that I've been reading because that's the, how the Bible describes us. I said, do you want me to know? I said, I've done some counting. Do you want me to know? I said, I don't know exactly because we don't know how many people died in the flood in the days of Noah, but you can read where, uh, where 10,000, where 300,000, 100,000. I said, you get about to about 2.1 million before you even get to the book of Hebrews. What? Okay, we're going to change. And the subject all of a sudden got changed. There's no, no playing around. God is God. Amen. And some of the verses, if you want to put in the comments, my brothers and sisters, you can put that up there for people listening that don't know. Amen. It is a fearful thing to fall into that. Amen. Write down some verses to show people. Amen. God is God serious. God doesn't play around. Amen. God is creator. This is his heaven. It's his earth. It's his way. It's his will. We are his creation. We are to be subject. Thine is the kingdom. Thine is the power. God's got the power. I know the devil is set loose. Satan, Lucifer, he's running around. He's got a little bit of power. He's the prince, not the king, the prince and the, of the power of the air. And he's running around. He can shake a cloud. And he can do, you know, a few things. It doesn't really disturb you and I as sons of God because we've got the power. His name is Jesus. Someone say the power. I got the power. Amen. Not the little whatever running around. Amen. I don't mean to. I rather, I mean, I don't mind to ridicule the devil. Praise God. Amen. Put that in his place. Some guy, just because he was seven feet tall, he spent 40 days standing there mocking, amen, until David, until a man after God's heart showed up and says, what's that uncircumcised Philistine standing there? says, what are you guys? Why don't you shut him up already? Why don't you put him in his place? Oh, haven't you seen how big he is? Yeah, of course I have. Don't you know God? Amen, the God that we serve? Amen, I don't need man's armor. Amen, not by might. Praise God. Nor by power, amen, but by my spirit. 
Thus saith the Lord, this is how we can stand and withstand the enemy when he comes. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Amen. It doesn't matter how big, how strong, how tough he looks. I'm tougher, I'm bigger, I'm stronger. The greater one. Amen. When the devil shows up and he's got a certain greatness or a certain stature, you know, he comes up, oh, I don't care how great you think you are. The greater one is in me and his name is Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Give him some praise and glory. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters at home. Amen. Don't let the devil get away. Praise God. Amen. With what we are hearing right now, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. My hope. Hallelujah. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Amen. The greater one is in me. Hallelujah. Praise God. And John, as I was saying, John says, you have heard of this Antichrist, that he should come. Well, it is now already in the world. I'm finishing verse 3 in 1 John chapter 4. Now, verse 4 in chapter 4, it says, ye are of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Me of God. Praise God. I'm trying to make this easy so it's not, not to be complicated. Of God, not of God. Two categories of people. Saved and sanctified, or you're not saved. Amen. Darkness or light. Praise God. Amen. You're headed for heaven or you're headed for hell. Simple. But verse 4 says, ye are of God, little children. Hallelujah. I want you to have that confession before I keep reading. I want, I want you to say it. I am of God. Amen. Some of you have prayed with me. We've never met. But I know you've prayed with me at the end of a broadcast or at the end of one of these programs. Some of you have yet to pray. And well, today, pray with me today. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Don't play around. Your soul is at stake. Say, God, this is the day I'm going to pray. When he prays in a few minutes, I'm going to pray. I want to pray that prayer. I'm going to pray. Hallelujah. Now, if you've said, if you've said that prayer, if you've prayed that prayer and said that prayer, then read as I, I lost my place. Give me 30 seconds. Praise God to find my place. If you have prayed that prayer, then you, can, you fit in this category where John says, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, the Antichrist, the, the not of gods. You have the of gods and the not of gods. Now, we have overcome whatever is taking place in this world because greater is he, and you know this verse because I quote it so often, greater is he that is in you, someone say in me, than he that is in this world, the not of gods. We are the of gods. We are blessed. Hallelujah. We are privileged. Praise God. Amen. We have an opportunity that God has given us. Praise God. Amen. Because we have chosen life. And God says, well, I set before you life and death. Now choose life. And when you choose life, live. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you living? Amen. His name is? Praise God. Amen. I thank God for that. Blessed be his holy name. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's 1 John 4, verses 1 through 4. Now, as I look at my scriptures, I think I jumped ahead, and maybe some of you didn't follow where I was reading. I'm going to jump back into Matthew 24. I read verse 30, power and great glory. I did not read verse 31, and then I jumped into Luke 21 without letting you know. Perhaps my sister was 
in the comments, but this is important. So go back to Matthew 24. I'll give you 10 seconds to find that place. I read three verses. I want to read verse 31 because this is what we're talking about. And I apologize for not keeping track of my notes. So go back to Matthew 24, verse 31. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. That's what's wrong with my notes. I'm missing notes. Hold on for a sec. Matthew 24. And I'm going to read verse 31. I'm going to read all of verse 31. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. This is the prophecy that we have received of God and the prophecy that we expect. We are expectant. That's what we are ready as we read this in Matthew chapter 24. Where... If you jump back to verse 30, just to refresh what we read about 10, 15 minutes ago, he says, then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. So we begin to look because we have, there's something coming our way. And the angels will be sent with a great sound of a trumpet. And they shall be, as the Bible says, they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. That's Matthew's account. A couple of weeks ago, we read Mark's account in Mark chapter 13. Now let's read from Luke chapter 21. And this is where I jumped ahead. We're going to read through everything that I expected to read today. And again, I apologize for not having the order correctly. Luke 21, verse 25. And there, there shall be signs in the sun and the moon and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity. And I'm going to read this again. I know Jesus is talking to his disciples. In Luke 21, he says, there shall be signs in the sun. I don't know if we've seen any signs in the sun yet. And in the moon and in the stars. Sometimes we see a star that just... The power of the word is just lost and the star is on a collision course. It's a falling star. And upon the earth, distress of nations with perplexity. Well, that we got going. There's certainly no lack of what Luke or what Jesus is describing through the writings of Luke. In verse 26, he says, men's hearts failing them for fear. That's verse 26. Men's hearts failing them for fear and for, now look at where they are looking, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. They're, we read about their perplexity in verse 25 and their distress. Their hearts are failing them because they're watching, they'd be watching the news, watching the CDC report. Concerned about what's taking place upon the face of this earth. So when I look and see what Jesus is explaining, either what we read and what we are about to read in verse 28. I know we previously read that, kind of jumped ahead, but 
just so we can line things up in the perfect order. Jesus says, he says, their hearts are failing for fear and for looking. I want to give you a place to look today where you're not going to look and be fearful, where you're not going to look and your heart's going to fail you, where you're not going to look and you're going to lose your breath, where you're not going to look and begin chewing down your nails to the quick. Because Jesus here, he says, as we continue, he says, don't bother whatever we see taking place on this earth around us. He says, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Here comes the power and here comes the glory. And now he says, this is the verse I already read. He says, when you see these things come to pass, he says, look up. So I don't want to be the person that's walking around with my head down, looking at, I see COVID, I see 19, I see distress, I see sickness, I see curses, I see darkness, I see evil. You look down, you can see, it's so easy to see all these things. All you have to do is put on the news. There's one bad report up there. Amen. If you want good news, like I said, open up the word of God to read some good news, to read what thus saith the Lord. Find out, amen, the blessing, praise God, that we can, we have something good to look at. Looking unto the author and the finisher of our faith. Are you looking, are you, uh, hallelujah, are, are your eyes set in that direction, in that position? Praise God. This is the teaching that Jesus Christ is giving us. And when these things, amen, begin to come to pass, he says, look up, hallelujah, and lift up. Praise God. I went through this. I'm not going to repeat. It wasn't quite the order I expected, but amen, here we are. Hallelujah. Amen. Not looking concerned. Amen. COVID-19, wave one, wave two, wave three. Amen. That was in 2019, near the end of the year. Now we're, we're one third through the year. 2021, a year and a half later almost, and it's still way one with whatever they seem to be talking about. Hallelujah. I'm placing my eyes. Today, my brothers and sisters, I want you to look at something that is going to be good news. The gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is the power. Amen. Romans 1.16, I quote that often. For it is the power of God unto salvation, praise God. So when I look at this, amen, when Jesus is prayed for, amen, and we read it in verse 13, amen, for thine is the kingdom, thine is the power, thine is the glory. Hallelujah. We have that blessing, praise God, to know, amen, to where, where are we going to look? We, the prophet Isaiah said, this is what you're going to see, this is what's going to come down. We read in Revelation, John saw that vision, praise God. So why are we looking down? Hallelujah. Amen. The good stuff is going to come. It's going to descend. Amen. So we look up. Amen. From what? From what we expect. From what you and I are expecting today. Hallelujah. This is who we are in Christ. Amen. And John says, of God, not of God. Of God. Amen. We have a spirit which is of God and that allows us to be of God. So I want to look to where God is. Show me glory. Hallelujah. Show me the, the light which is of this world. Amen. His greatness. We're going to go back into the book of Isaiah. Chapter 24. Share this link. While we have a moment or two, go back into the Old Testament. Praise his holy name. If you're taking notes or if you're going to review your notes, the way I had my verses lined up, Matthew chapter 24, verses 29 to 31, and then Luke 21, verses 25 to 28, 
And then 1 John chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. Kind of, and I mentioned verse 8 in Luke chapter 21. I mentioned verse 8 where Jesus says, look, there's going to be people talking about this. He says, don't, don't bother. Don't pay no heed. I want to read a few verses in Isaiah chapter 24. Verse 14, it says, They shall lift up their voice. They shall sing for the majesty of the Lord. They shall cry aloud from the sea. Wherefore, glorify. I trust you're reading with me. Verse 15. He says, Wherefore glorify ye the Lord in the fires, even the name of the Lord God of Israel in the isles of the sea. This is what you and I have said. We know who gets the glory. Amen. If you read the little description I wrote this morning in the, in the comments, God gets the glory. I think that's clear. Maker of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. Praise God, creator, king of kings, Lord of Lord, God, amen. Glorify God. Hallelujah. Don't leave it just up to me. Glorify God. Amen. In your, in your own way, take a moment and thank God for who he is. Amen. Too often we get involved, we, we begin to pray saying, God, you know, I thank you for what's parked in my driveway, or thank you for the, the, my toolbox, or I thank you for my job, or I thank you for the, 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 um, or, or my school, or I have good teachers, young people. I mean, we can be thankful for a lot of different things. But right now, amen, let's turn to God as the, thine is the power, thine is the glory. Let's give God some glory. Hallelujah. Amen. For who he is. Amen. Thank God for what he's done, but for who he is. Hallelujah. I mean, right out of the gate, right out, right off the bat, amen. He is my God. Hallelujah. Blessed be his holy name. Amen. And this is more than just what we, what has been created. He is the creator whom we worship. Amen. Talking about glory today. God gets the glory, but who gives the glory? As I said, this is where you and I need to step in. This is where the calling of God, amen, God has placed a call upon your life. Oh, you may, be, you may not preach the way I preach, but you can testify. Amen, you can talk, you can read some scriptures. You can share this link. Anybody can do that if you're listening on Facebook. Share it now, share. Amen. To give God glory so that we are profitable Unto the kingdom of God. Amen. Because here, Isaiah, again, we're looking at the prophet Isaiah. And he says, they shall lift up their voice. They shall sing for the majesty of the Lord. Verse 14, Isaiah 24. They shall cry aloud from the sea. Wherefore, glorify ye the Lord in the fires. Even the name of the Lord... God of Israel in the isles of the sea. Verse 16, from the uttermost part of the earth have we heard songs, even glory to the righteous. And I'm going to pause here for a moment. I know some of you have already read ahead, but just wait. Because this is who we are in Christ. It's easy for the flesh to end up, you know, murmuring as an Israelite and... According to my wife, my flesh is good at doing that. 
She'd be, I'd be like a pro-Israelite, pro-murmurer sometimes. We woke up this morning and we hadn't, um, the breakfast was barely, and then all the electricity just went out. Breakfast wasn't even on the table. It was just, and the electricity goes out. And we're going, oh, now what? So we're going to go awful disgruntled if we can't get a shower, if it doesn't come back. So we begin to pray and such. Amen. And my, my wife, amen, thank God, amen, for a Proverbs 31 woman. She's encouraging me, saying, now it is, it is what it is. So, well, I washed my hair yesterday, but then I slept on it. So it was like all rumpled and sideways and praise God. But God is never late. Anyways, like I said, we have, there's so many things that we can, you know, things that fail. Get in your car, you turn the key, nothing happens. Amen. Things fail. Grab your phone, battery's dead. Try to fire up your computer, screen is black. Screen doesn't want to come to life. And that's the way it was this morning. I woke up and say, oh man, it's 5.30 in the morning. Okay, I got, I got more sleep to catch up on. Then the Spirit of God began speaking to me. And I switched some verses. That's why it was, anyways. Changed some things, rewrote the comments, the, what I had selected, saying, okay, this is the direction you're going. And I get out and I go to grab my laptop, zero percent. I go, what, wasn't it plugged in? I'm looking at it. It's plugged in. I plugged it in. Zero, nothing. Black screen. I like, Unplugged, plugged in, replugged, powered it up, saying, I need my laptop. I have to post to Facebook. I have to post these and such and wait for the power to supply and bringing the flesh under subjection and saying, everything's fine. It's still early. That's why you woke up. I said, I'm sitting there saying, that's why I woke up so early. Because all these things, I'm sitting there saying, that's why. Had I gotten up, you know, at the last minute, my no chance on the computer. Battery's dead. Don't have a backup battery. So there's, and there's all kinds of circumstances. And you're saying, well, that's, you know, and some of your circumstances that you have gone through, some of you are going through, maybe even more dire than what I've gone through. It could be worse. Always greener on the other side. I don't know. It could be worse. So, and I, there, I'm leading up to what I'm about to read in verse 16. We're looking, a place to look. You look down, you see what you see, you get down. You see what's going on in the face of this earth, and we see things that, or we hear about things that do not glorify God, not of God. Little prince demon devil running around doing his princely thing, power of the air, and such, and all kinds of people are compliant and just fall into smoke and they smoke, lie and they lie, cheat and they cheat. No power to resist. When you get into Romans chapter 6 and this newness of life that we have, what is in us? Amen. I was speaking a little earlier saying well, you're either of God or you are not of God. Romans chapter 6 teaches us amen, how we changed masters. And if I go to, into the teachings of Jesus, Jesus Christ even made it more simple when Jesus said, you either serve the master, creator, God, capital M, or you serve the mammon, the world, either or. You're not serving both at the same time. It's one or the other. That's why it's simple to make this choice. You either have confessed and you are of God, or you have not yet confessed and you are not of God. Today's the day. I'm praying. 
Sister listening, brother listening, I'm praying today is the day. For all of us that have made this, we're glorifying God. We're lifting up our voice, verse 14. Halfway through verse 16, but I said, my leanness, my leanness. Read with me, Isaiah 24, verse 16. Woe unto me, like this morning, woe unto me. My battery wasn't charged. I plugged it in at about quarter to six this morning. Now, had I gotten up at the last minute, I'd have gone to my computer, which would have been dead, and the electricity would have been off. I'd have been completely out of business. That's why. Tossed and turned for a few minutes. No, you need to get up. You need to wake up. Okay, what's going on? You need to plug in your computer while there is still electricity. Woe unto me, my leanness, my leanness. Isaiah 24, verse 16. Woe unto me. The treacherous dealers have dealt treacherously and this should remind you of 2 Timothy chapter 3, the first, uh, well, verses 4 and 5, but verses 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. We read a couple of weeks ago. People running around doing all kinds of treacherous things. Yea, the treacherous dealers have dealt very treacherously. They're not getting away with it. They're treacherous. They deal treacherously. Yea, they are treacherous dealers, and they deal very treacherously, very treacherously. And Isaiah continues prophesying. Verse 17, he says, fear and the pit and the snare are upon thee, O inhabitant of the earth. And it shall come to pass that he who fleeth from the noise of the fear, well, sorry, but you're going to fall into the pit. And he that cometh out of the midst of the pit, well, you're just going to end up in the snare. Some of you are sitting there saying, well, did Isaiah, you may as well put my name on it. Because I try something and I think just as about it to get better, it ends up to be a little bit worse. And then I try a new situation, a new job. I'm going to try a new course. Some of you out there, and I won't get into this doctrine, but some of you sit there and say, you know what? I'm going to try a new wife. And you all get divorced and you get looking for something new. Oh, God gave me a new one. It's always a younger one. It's one thing I haven't figured out. 55 years of running around church and saying, it's funny. God always seems to give the, the old man a... Anyways... We know what the scripture says. Read Romans chapter 7, the first three, four verses. But people, they're, they're like this. They're saying, I want to try. And they go, oh, okay, I'll try a different direction. I'll, I'll move. I'll try a different church. I'll try a different pastor. I'll try a different internet channel. I'll try a different internet preacher. We, all the, the devil is there to choke us. And this is what Jesus said. He said, they're choked by the cares and the pleasures of this world. Oh, my leanness. Listen to him. Complain. Is he glorifying God? No, he's looking at the flesh. He's looking at his calamity. He's taking assessment of what, you know, he, what he thinks should be better or what should be new and improved. And I'm in verse 18 in Isaiah chapter 24. And he says, you run away from the noise. Well, just, it sounds bad. And he says, then you fall into the pit. Uh-oh. You get yourself out of the midst of the pit and you shall be taken up in the snare for the windows from on high are open. And now listen, verse 18, the last line, the foundations of the earth do shake. About an hour ago, I said, you know what? There's things that can be shaken and the Bible says they will be shaken. So now the foundations of the earth begin to shake. I I don't want to be around. 
This is the promise that we have. A kingdom that shall not be shaken. A kingdom which shall not be moved is how the writer in Hebrews writes. Amen. And I thank God today the promise that I have. Amen. I don't, I'm, never mind the noise. I can put up with noise. But then we try to get away from the noise, try to find some peace. We end up where? In a pit. We crawl ourselves out of the pit and you end up in a snare. The foundations of the earth do shake. Listen, verse 19. The earth is utterly broken down. The earth is clean, dissolved. The earth is moved exceedingly. I shall not be, I shall not be moved. I shall not be, I shall not be moved. Just like Psalm chapter 1, verse 3. Just like a tree planted by the rivers of water. I have roots that will keep me in my place. Amen. My feet are, I mean, they're, they're anchored. They're, they're, they're standing upon a rock. Amen. Which is Jesus Christ. And he said, upon this rock, I shall build my church. Praise God. Amen. It doesn't matter. The winds will come. Jesus said, read it. The last few verses in Matthew chapter 7. The Sermon on the Mount. As Jesus brings it to a close. He said, yeah, there's going to be storms. And the winds will come. And the clouds will blow. And the skies will be dark. And the rains are going to rain. And the rains are going to pour. And whatever else. But when it's all said and done. He said, the house which is built upon the rock. That house shall still be standing. Standing. Amen. So it's going to shake. And here the prophet Isaiah is giving us a picture, if you would, of doom and gloom, if you want to use that words, those words. The earth shall, the earth has moved exceedingly. Verse 20 says, the earth shall reel to and fro like a drunkard. Not too stable. And shall be removed like a cottage. And a cottage is usually like a loose, a very uh, loose foundation or no foundation at all because it's just a cottage. You spend a few hours on a weekend type and not doing. Some of you know what cottage. Some of you have cottages. You know what cottages are like. And under extreme weather conditions, you would rather be in your house where there's a foundation rather than in the cottage. But see, it's like a cottage. You're going to shake shall be removed like a cottage. And the transgression thereof shall be heavy upon it, and it shall fall and not rise again. Verse 20. This is prophecy. Verse 21. And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall punish the host of the high ones that are on high and the kings of the earth that are upon the earth. doesn't matter where. We read this about three, four weeks ago. You're not going to get away with it. In the book of Revelations, you're rich, you're poor, you're a servant or a slave, the way the King James wrote it, or you're free, person, bond, doesn't matter where you are at, there's no escape. And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall punish the hosts of the high ones that are on high, the kings of the earth that are upon the earth, and they shall be gathered together as prisoners are gathered in the pit and shall be shut up in the prison, and after many days they shall be visited. Then the moon, verse 23, shall be confounded, and the sun ashamed, when the Lord of hosts shall reign in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem. Remember the vision that John received. John says, now I was, uh, in French it uses the word transported, or I was... Um, in English, carried away. 
We read this in Revelation 21. He says, I was carried in the spirit to a great and high mountain. So here we are when the Lord of hosts shall reign in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem. And before his ancient, how does he reign? Thine is the kingdom. Amen. When I started this series, as far as the kingdom of God, I says, a king with no kingdom is no king. A king needs to have a kingdom. A king reigns. So when I'm speaking of God and the king of kings, there is a kingdom that shall be established, that will be established. That's why we pray. For thine is the kingdom. Thine is the power. Thine is the, the, the glory. This is what we're looking at today. That's the end of the prayer. The beginning of the prayer Amen. Jesus says, when you pray, amen, pray as, you know, he gives us the example for us to pray. And he's teaching the disciples. He says, you address your father, father in heaven, you're holy, pray to you in the name. Then he says, thy kingdom come. I don't know how many people pray that. If you're not ready for his kingdom, don't pray that way. Because when the kingdom of God, we can see, and we've touched on this back and forth as we've looked at these teachings the past three, four weeks. The kingdom of God, that's the place where you want to be. Someone say amen. Amen. That's the place, amen, where you, you, you make your decision today to be where the kingdom of God, because that kingdom shall not be shaken. It looks like everything else is going to be messed up. Amen. Make your decision today because it looks like when we read here what's on this earth, it's going to shake. It's going to wobble. It's going to, in French, it used the verb to vacillate, which means you're, you're leaning to the right and you're leaning towards a little to the left. Here we're, we're speaking, he says, you're going, to, you're, going to, you're going to end up, you can't walk a straight path, straight and narrow. You can't walk because you're walking like you're on the wayside and then you're over here and then you fall into the ditch. Amen. What the Bible says, the gate is straight. How are you going to make it through if you're the way which is narrow? Walk through that straight gate. The Bible says you go through the straight gate, you end up upon a way which is narrow. Not much room. I wonder sometimes if you ever try to fit through something and you can't fit this way, you kind of have to fit sideways to fit through something. Jesus gives us his vision. I touched on something at the end of chapter 7. Just back up a little bit. Amen. This is Sermon of the Mount in chapter 6. I think where it appears at the beginning of chapter 7. Where Jesus is talking about a way which leadeth unto destruction. It is a way that is broad or it is a way that is, it's a wide way. And he says, many there be that find that way and they're headed that way. So when I look at this today, of God or not of God, his reign, because this is what we're talking about, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. We get to the end, for thine is the power, thine is the glory, thine is the kingdom. So in Isaiah 24, verse 23, he says, then the moon shall be confounded and the sun ashamed, then the Lord of hosts shall reign in Mount Zion in Jerusalem 
and before his ancients gloriously. Some of you, if some of you have a, a, a dictionary and see if you can go into the old Webster dictionary, I guess, and put the word and get some definitions for the word glorious. I didn't think of doing that. It's coming to my mind now, but you can help me out in the comments section to figure that out. Because we are talking about the reign of God. And the moon shall be confounded. Why? There is a brighter than the moon. Amen. We are looking how God reigns. We've read some of these verses. Say, I want to see some light. I want to see something that's going to be clear. I want to see something that's going to light this thing up. Amen. Talking about Jesus Christ, who is the light. The sun shall be ashamed because, oh, something brighter than you. I, I'm not much in science. I didn't take much science in school, hardly anything at all. Um, but I think the sun would be the brightest thing. I mean, I got some lights on me. I can, I can look at those lights. But if that sun, if that was the sun, I'd, be, I'd see spots and I wouldn't be able to. I don't know what that is, 200 watts or 300 watts. Or, but the sun is, I know some, if you're somebody out there that knows, you can write the sun is so many whatever lumens or I, like I said, I'm no scientist. All I know is the sun's bright. Put some sunglasses on if you want to stare at the sun. But the brightness of God, the glory of God, and what happens? This is his creation, but God doesn't mind. Puts the moon in his place. Yeah, the moon you light up at night. You ever see a full moon at night where there's no... Even I've been out in the country where there's no high-rises or street lights or city lights, and then you have a full moon. It lights up. But the moon's going to be confounded and say, hey, where's that light coming from? How come I'm out of business? Going to be shaken. Amen. Read, this is Isaiah prophesying. We already looked through. There's some things that he said, man, he was right on. He hit it. Amen. That was Isaiah. So when I look at Isaiah's track record of things that he prophesied and things that have been fulfilled, it says, right on, right on, right on, right on. There's a very good chance of what's about to be performed or what's still hanging in the, in, the, in the realm of prophecy, it's going to be fulfilled and it's going to be right on because this is what God has said. Amen? So when I read this, I sit there and I read this and say, the moon shall be confounded. Oh, you're out of business. Don't need you any longer. Come on. Amen? Before God made the sun, before he made the moon, God says, let there be light. And there was light. Talking about what God Amen. The power, thine is the power, thine is the glory. Hallelujah. And we read, amen, where God says, it'll shine upon you. Amen. I give God the praise and the glory. You get some back. When you give, it shall be given. I mean, this doesn't just work for your tithes and your offerings. You give God some praise. Give God some glory. Hallelujah. We have the blessings that God will make us a partaker. Not just about the financial promises. There is that. Amen. But there is the peace that money can't buy. There is the health that money can't buy. Amen. There's just having just the peace of mind, just having the thoughts, amen, which are under control, which money can't buy. It doesn't matter what, who you see or what pills you pop. Amen. All kinds of people trying all kinds of things to, to get. Amen. What you, all you need to do is ask God for it. Come to God, the Bible says, with a heart which is unto him, with a pure heart. Hallelujah. Amen. Give, start, give God the praise, give God the glory, and God will give. Hallelujah. Give, and it shall be given. Draw nigh unto me, and I shall draw nigh unto you. That's how God works. Amen. Some people just sitting there waiting for God to show up. No, get up. Amen. 
Figure out, I'm showing you the direction. Begin to read the word. Begin to read the Bible. Get up and say, God, where are you? I'm going to get myself a little bit closer today. Amen. A little bit closer. Hallelujah. Amen. God will draw nigh. Amen. If I take one step, maybe God will take two steps. Amen. For that's who God is. Hallelujah. When he says to give and it shall be given, praise God, I make that first move and I give. Amen. And the Bible says, praise God, when you read, like I said, read the first page of your Bible. What God created. Hallelujah. The light that he is. Doesn't need the sun, doesn't mean need the moon. And where we're going, hallelujah, we're not going to need the sun and not going to need the moon. And Isaiah said it's going to be confounding. The people who look at the stars, the people who look around, they're going to, oh, oh, moon, you're out of business. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Sun, amen. I don't mind the sun, especially after winter. End of March, time for some sun. I haven't seen the sun for a couple of days. Lord, give us some sun. I pray like this. Lord, I want to see some sun. Show me some sun. But one day, sun, you got to be ashamed. Amen. Because the glory of God, hallelujah, what we have coming, praise God, that blessing of who we are, Praise God. I'm going to read one last verse. I'm going to go into the New Testament. Praise God. Ephesians chapter 5. Praise his holy name. I'm going to read one verse in that chapter. I trust and I believe that the understanding of the scriptures I brought today was clear. Give you a little bit of that vision. Thine is the power, thine is the glory. It's the last of this series. Next week, we're still going to look at prophecy next week. Um, what, shall I, what shall I say to give you something to make sure that you're going to come back? Next, next week, then cometh the end. So think about that. If you want to use your concordance, you'll find the scripture. Hallelujah. I'll let you do a little work. Then cometh the end. That's our subject for next week. Praise God. So get ready for that. Hallelujah. Then cometh the end. Unless God wakes me up early in the morning and says, you need to change. But if everything stays the way, the direction I'm going, then cometh the end. Before we get there, Ephesians, and I'm going to conclude. I'm going to pray in about, say, five minutes, three, four minutes. Thank you for your patience. I'm not sure what time it is, but we probably, I still have some time because they extended our curfew, got till 9.30, so I'm not in a rush. If you're in a rush, I'm sorry about that. If you're not in a rush, we're going to read Ephesians chapter 5, and I want to get the right verse. I don't have it in my notes, but I definitely want to read this verse. It is going to be verse 27. Um, I'm only going to read this verse, not because I'm pulling it out of context. Ephesians chapter 5, when I, when I join together a couple, I read from this chapter and I teach from this chapter. Paul speaks about husband and wife in the flesh, and then he brings it into the spiritual aspect of this. And that's why I want to use the spiritual aspect of verse 27. He says that he might... Um, we can read verse 26, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word, and we're speaking of the wives, and this is how I open up the scripture. When I read, I'll get this scripture again, 
Come hither and I will show thee the bride. That's you and I. Hallelujah. As I said a moment ago, or a couple of times, a few moments ago, God gets the glory. You and I, we give the glory unto God. Hallelujah. And his glory is, his, his glory is one of a kind. It's, we're reading through these scriptures. I trust some of these verses bless you today to understand. Amen. God's no ordinary. I, I don't have a word. Person is not the right word. God is not the right word. I mean, God is God. End of story. That's God is God. Nothing ordinary about God. There we go. That's the way I should say it. So, and when we read the scriptures, even I ask God, you know, to sit there and say, you know, my, my finite way of thinking, my, you know, limited mind, you know, and you see people that have, you can have, you, can have, you know, the IQ of Einstein times two, and they try to figure this thing out. God says, he says, I'll take some dumb things, and he says, they'll confound the wise. Amen. So I ask God, saying, God, you know, when I read the scriptures, I need to understand. I want to see some things. Amen. Carry me away in the spirit like John was carried away. Angels, where are you? Carry me away. Show me things. And this is how I read the scriptures. This is how I long to understand and to see things. So the wives, here we're talking about the wives of the Lamb, the bridegroom in Revelation chapter 21. Paul gives us an insight. He just drops this verse in through the Spirit, through the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. He drops in verse 26 and verse 27, right in the middle of this marriage counseling, if you would, marriage teaching. He says that he might sanctify, verse 26, Ephesians 5, that he might sanctify and cleanse it, cleanse the bride with the washing of the water by the word, that he might present to himself a glorious church. We're talking of the glory. Hallelujah. You and I. Amen. A glorious church will be able to glorify God. We have glory in us. Praise God. When the organ plays, we, we do a little shouting and do a little dancing and do a little uh, worshiping and do a little singing. And however, the Bible teaches us so that we are glorifying God. Hallelujah. As the Bible says, for he is worthy. Amen. After all, we are going to be, we are, amen, a glorious church. We are going to be presented. Amen. Jesus is not going to present to his, to his father something that is defeated. Jesus is not his father. We just finished reading that God gets glory. So when Jesus presents the church, it's going to be a church that is glorious. Thine is the glory. Here's some rotten old trash. No. Amen. Do you follow what I'm saying? Amen. Jesus is not going to show up with some leftovers. No. Jesus says, when you pray, thine is the glory. So Jesus knows when he comes to present the church to his Father in heaven, it's not going to be something that's, however you want to describe it, full of sin, dirty, filthy. Some of you, you've already finished reading the verse. May as well finish it. Verse 1, that he might present it to himself a glorious church not having spot 
That's why it's glorious. Uh, or wrinkle, that's why it's glorious. I'm going to read this with me. Say, well, you know, they opened up the churches today and I went to church and they're teaching my church. Well, then get out. Because I'm not trying, I'm not elaborating, interpreting, I'm teaching. I'm, you know, I've, I'm reading the way it is read. And if I just stood there and just read this and said this, say, okay, now Holy Ghost, talk to us. Amen. I can read this and I'm reading it. I'm reading from a King James Version if you want to read word for word. You can be close enough in whatever you're reading, but I'm reading King James. Authorized, it says, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing. Glory is glory. I'm anxious to read the comments if somebody managed to put some definitions. And I know they're, I know they're worldly dictionaries, but they do help. Still not the word of God, but they, they do help. They give us a better understanding of what glory is. The light that shall shine. Amen. The, we looked at last week, amen, the elders of the church, and we just read about the ancients. That's how Isaiah called them in the Old Testament and Revelations are called the elders who are around the throne and they're glorifying God. Hallelujah. Thine is the glory. Amen. You can't just pray thine is the glory and then sit down and do nothing or say nothing. Amen. Thine is the glory. Let's give God some glory. These are the scriptures that we're, we've been looking at today. Because when God will be presented, hallelujah, when we read this, amen. That's why I said in Ephesians chapter 5, he's talking about temporal and earthly, you know, the, the husband of one wife and the wife of one husband. They get together and they marry. Until death do you part. And he says, this is how, you know, wives, this is how you're subject and Husbands, this is how you're subject. And some of you that have been in where I've married couples, you've heard me teach on this. But out of, and I'm not, I'm not questioning. I mean, this is the Holy Ghost. We do not question. But like I said, verses 26 and 27, they just dropped in. We're still on subject. It's not out of context. But Paul steps out, he says, this is marriage between women and men and women on the earth. He says, let's talk a little bit about marriage, prophetically speaking. Hallelujah. A bride that will be without spot, without wrinkle, that's where the glory comes in. Amen. I read it at the beginning, I read from Ephesians chapter 2, I read verses 8 and 9. Not of works, lest any man shall boast. Here I am, God, when God receives a prayer. Here. Father, I present unto you the glorious church. Hallelujah. And it's not because of something that I did. Sure, I made a decision. Say, God have mercy. And God had mercy. God gets glorified. And Jesus is, will present. Amen. The inspiration of the Holy Ghost that allowed Paul to pen these words, to write what he wrote. He says that he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. Amen. Then he jumps back into the flesh. He says, now that's the way. I'm not marrying anybody here, but he says, now that's the way men ought to love their wives. And all the wives are saying amen and thumbs are going up in the comment section and they're flying off. The, and husbands are saying, yes, pastor, amen. Praise God, brother, amen. 
But when you read, as I said, you read chapter 5, that's like the wedding chapter. And you read this, it's like the couple's getting married and such. But you look at these two verses that just seem to Paul or the inspired of the Holy Ghost. He just drops these two verses in. Let's step out of the flesh, out of the carnal, and into the spirit. Let's talk about the wedding of weddings. Hallelujah. Amen. The bridegroom, I mean, the, the bride of the Lamb. Talking about glory today. I'm going to pray in a couple of minutes. Talking about glory today. And we're sitting there saying, well, what's all this talk about glory? Well, because if you are part of that church, that is a glorious church to be presented unto God. I don't want to be left behind on this earth. It's going to be shaken, falling apart. We looked at the scriptures. Been looking at this for the past couple of months. Last week where the disciples came to Jesus and says, isn't that nice looking at that architecture? Yeah, it's all going to fall apart. Stone upon stone, brick upon brick. It's all coming to naught. Well, when's that going to happen? That's that's where we are now. Looking at all these scriptures. Hey, Matt. So next week, then come at the end. When's that going to happen? Then come at the end. Jesus said it's going to happen. But God gets the glory today. A couple of minutes, I'm going to pray. I want you to make up your mind today. Today is the day. Don't wait. Don't put it off. Don't hesitate. Today is the day when that change begins to take place because we read the presentation that Jesus is going to offer to his Father. And it's not going to be trash or rubbish or something left over, or stained, or marred. The blood of Jesus Christ, and when I pray, the blood of Jesus Christ is what is going to make the difference in your life from this day forward. You say, well, how can I become glorious? I mean, I can see one, some of the comments I have on, on the board. I mean, glorious is praiseworthy, resplendent. And that's actually a literal word when I was teaching in French. I couldn't remember it, but now I see it in English. The, in, our, in our French translation, we read, that, we read the word in the resplendent describing magnificent and delightful and wonderful. That's God's creation. And that what, this is what puts us into that position, into that mindset. As I said, if you're ready, you're going to begin to look and allow God to do this work that he wants to do in your life. The work that we need to allow God to do in our lives so that on presentation day, as we just read in Ephesians chapter 5, Amen. I thank God that Jesus will present, as we read, that he might present a glorious church, not having spot, nor wrinkle, or any such thing. Hallelujah. Thine is the glory. That glorious church, that's you and I. That glory that God will receive 
But we start today glorifying God. Amen. We're not in that position. This mortality shall put on immortality. Not ready to be presented yet. But there is that presentation that will take place. And God will receive from his son the results that only Jesus Christ could have accomplished. Not by works. I'm not boasting. You can't boast. I can't boast. I can boast in the Lord, in Jesus Christ, but not of myself. And he will be able to present that glory. If we're talking about glory today, thine is the kingdom. Thine is the power. Thine is the glory. If you need to go back to the four other, I think this is part five. If you need to go back to the other four other teachings that lead up to this, so do it. There'll be links that will appear in the comment section that will allow you to, 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 to listen. If, you, if, you, if I spoke too fast, you couldn't get your notes down quickly enough, well, then this will, it will play again. So that you can be the church. Hallelujah. Where God will be worshipped. Where God will be glorified. His is the glory. All other glory is vain. I trust those scriptures appeared in the comments section. Hallelujah. That day is coming. I know some people don't believe it. So we've been waiting for this for a long time. Well, the Bible says there'll be people just like you. That's the same thoughts. I touched on this last week. I'm getting ready to pray in a couple of minutes. I touched on this last week when God shut the door to Noah's Ark. People still weren't ready. The way I see it, if I just step out of Scripture for a moment, the way I see it, water up to their ankles, eh, whatever. Water up to the knees, eh, well, you know, that old crazy coop building that eyesore of a thing, city council allowing that, I don't understand. Maybe he's not so silly or not so crazy after all. Water is up to the waist, well, you know, Maybe they don't see what Noah's up to. That's funny. You don't see him around. Water's up to your neck. Uh-oh. Water's up over your head. Uh-oh. You don't want an uh-oh moment. Jesus said, I'll go back and I'll read it. Matthew chapter 24, verse 44. Therefore, be also ready. I want to pray that you be ready today. As from today on, ready. So you don't have one of those... I don't know where we're at as far as the end is concerned. I, like I said, I don't have, I don't want to be one of those people that say here, there, or low. Amen. Jesus said, pay them no attention. So I don't want to be that. But I don't know if water is up to our knees yet. Maybe it's only up to our calves or up to our knees. Maybe we're up to our waist. I don't know where we're at yet. But there's still time. That much I know. You've got breath in your lungs. There's still time today. And you can call upon the Lord. Say, have mercy upon me, a sinner. Repent of your sins. As you repent, God will forgive. Because God is a good God. Can someone say, thank you, Jesus? Especially all of us who have repented. Thank you, Jesus. All of us who have received forgiveness of our sins. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. If you haven't done it, do it today. I'm going to pray 60 seconds. So that you avoid that uh-oh moment. 
let's check out on Noah, and Noah is, the ark starts to float away, which was a type of salvation for that day. The door is closed. The door, I talked on it last week, there was only one door. That's Old Testament. The door in the New Testament, his name is Jesus Christ. There is only one door. Amen. When you read the ark, the door, the door. It didn't say the doors, the door. There was only one door. One way in, God shut it. No way in, no way out. Jesus Christ is the door. That door is still open today, Jesus Christ. And I want you to make that decision right now. Hallelujah. Thine is the glory. God will be presented with a glorious church. That's you and I. We are the bride. And if you're not, if you're not bride ready, if you don't have the bride we read, how the bride was described, then allow me to pray. pray please, allow me to pray for you. 15 seconds, decide. Say, Lord, I recognize, I realize I'm a sinner, and I want to receive Jesus Christ in my life. And the Bible says, as many as received him, he gave them power to become the sons of God, the children of God, a daughter of God. That power is yours today. Thine is the power, thine is the glory. That's how we pray. But then God gives it back. Hallelujah. Praise God. That power comes my way. I get some of that power. Hallelujah. I walk in that marvelous, we read, was praiseworthy, resplendent, magnificent, delightful, wonderful. This is who God is. I get to walk in that and I glorify God because of that. Praise God. That's how we are attached. That's who we are. Praise God in the kingdom of God. Blessed be his holy name. Look around you. Whatever you see, it's going to be shaken. But today as we walk in the spirit and not after the flesh, the promise that we have, hallelujah, is to be on that kingdom which shall not be moved. Heavenly Father, I thank God for this message which we have received today. I prayed a couple hours ago for ears to be opened, and by faith I know ears were opened to have received this message now it's up to those with the open ears. Hallelujah. Some of us, most of us, we've already done it, but if there's one, if just, just one, if there's more than one, thank God. But if there's just one that's saying, Lord, I, I need to repent today. My sister listening to me, my brother, I need to repent today. I want to get in on some of the, that glory, that presentation that Jesus is preparing. Not ready yet. Praise God. As far as the bride is concerned, Jesus is still a few more things left to do. But when that day comes to be presented as a glorious church unto God without spot, without wrinkle, nor any such thing, hallelujah. Thy kingdom come, Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, Lord. I pray that everyone listening to me within the sound of my voice, that they can pray. They can pray just that and ask for it. Hallelujah. Before it's too late. Before it's too late. Now, if there be some on that person saying, I, I realize I, I'm repenting of my sins. I need the mercy of God upon my life. Ask him for it. God, say it. God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. Very powerful words that you can say that will make a change in your life today. Say, God, I know I'm a sinner and I repent. I'm ashamed of the things that I was doing this morning, yesterday, the day before. In the name of Jesus, that repentant heart right now, wherever it is, in Jesus' name, I come against the works of darkness, perversions, whatever it is that 
are keeping us tied into this world. Whatever we have to give up, adultery, fornication, drugs, perversion, uh, alcohol, this tobacco, there's such a long list, but we know whenever we do these things, it, it's, it's just wrong. We're convict, convict us. Things that convict us, but right now, I thank God today that Jesus Christ has come to make us free. Be free, my brother. Be free, my sister. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I come against him and these things which have kept you bound all these years. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Every stronghold, every fetter is broken right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I thank God today, praise God, for that soul coming into the kingdom of God. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Maybe listening to me for the first time, maybe it's 100 times later, but you've made a decision today to serve the living God, in the name of Jesus, as they repent, forgive them, Lord, as you said, you will forgive them as far as the east is from the west. And not only with forgiveness, but then you forget. Hallelujah, praise God, as we, as we change the direction. All things are passed away, Lord. All things, thank God for all things now in the life of that repentant sinner coming to you right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank God for my brother and my sister. We have repented. We're moving on. Thank God for all things. All things that need to pass away. Whatever is lingering. Leaven. Come against it. Amen. That little leaven that's trying to pervert into the, or bring upon the impurities of sin and transgressions and disobedience. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke it now in Jesus' name. We see what Jesus Christ will be presenting unto his Father. Make us. Hallelujah. Make us a part of that glorious church for that day that is coming. Hallelujah. The earth is going to be shaken. We don't want to be around. Thank God that Jesus Christ, our redemption, draweth nigh. Our Redeemer. Hallelujah. Your Son, Jesus Christ, Lord, I give you the praise and I give you the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise his holy name today. Hallelujah. For my brothers and sisters, we are thankful and we glorify you. Thine is the power, Lord. We know where it comes from. Thine is the glory. Hallelujah. Make us the vessels. Hallelujah. To be upon the face of this earth. Vessels. Praise God. Amen. Of honor, not of dishonor. Vessels of honor. So that God will be glorified. Forever and forever. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Thank God for this message that we have heard. It strengthens us, encourages us, gives us more of the vision that we need to endure unto the end. I pray for mom and dad listening to me, children and grandchildren, parents in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That we be blessed for the households. Hallelujah. For me and my house, we shall serve you, in the name of Jesus, praise God. And I thank God for all these families listening to me, praise God, that have this testimony from this day forward. Praise God, in the name of Jesus. Come against the works of darkness now. I bind them in Jesus' name. Whatever is hindering, slowing businesses down, contracts that we've worked, we've engaged, we've, we've honored what has been signed, and then the payment is not there in the name of Jesus. It's, it's being, checks are being signed now. It's being sent in the mail now in the name of Jesus. Your sons and your daughters need to be blessed according to your promise. In the name of Jesus, blessed. 
Hallelujah. Devil, you're a liar. I thank God, amen, that we can withstand. And right now I quench all your fiery darts in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Be healed in Jesus' name. Be delivered in the name of Jesus. Be set free in the name of Jesus. Listen to me today. Be blessed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, today. Praise God for your promises in the lives of my brothers and sisters. In Jesus' name, praise God. Now for that person with a repentant heart, remove that heart of stone now in the name of Jesus. Replace it with that heart of flesh. Coming to you. Hallelujah. The angels rejoice. Praise God. A multitude of sin is being covered today because of the repentant heart. In the name of Jesus, praise God. I thank God. Amen for that young man, that young woman, that person today. Praise God, coming to you and asking for repentance, asking to be born again. Lord, I don't want the old life short of the glory of God. Praise God. Thank God. Amen. For my new life in Jesus Christ. Bless them. Anoint them. Spirit of the living God, be upon them. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Hallelujah. Blessed be his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. I declare and decree, decree these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All the saints of God, everyone says. Amen. Praise his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. If you prayed that prayer with me, you can let me know. Praise God. I want to know. Hallelujah. Like some of you have done, some of you are listening today, said, I prayed that prayer. Praise God. And I, I give God, I glorify God that you had that opportunity, praise God, to receive from God and to enter into that, into that life. Hallelujah. That we have. Praise God. It's better here on this earth. And then that life which we have, which is eternal life in heaven when we get there, to be presented unto God as a glorious church. Praise God, that promise that we have. Hallelujah. Thine is the kingdom. Thine is the power. Thine is the glory. Pray this way, my brothers and sisters. Praise God. And life, amen. If you've made this decision for the first time in your life, it's the best decision, praise God, that you possibly have ever made. You'll never make, amen. That's it. Hallelujah. You've made that decision. Old things are passed away. If you have questions, Write to us. Amen. I'll get back to you or call me. There's numbers or links or whatever you need. Praise God. Fall in love with the Word of God. Thank you so much for listening, for spending your time with us this afternoon. Very much appreciated. I love you all. My name is Lincoln, and you're listening too. That's the truth. Do as Jesus said. Therefore, be also ready. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready. In Jesus' name, be ready. Until next time, I love you. Praise God. Blessed be His holy name. Hallelujah. Well, I trust the Word of God has blessed you today. God has given us a generous portion of our daily bread. All the glory be unto God. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Remember, you can see the video and audio files of this teaching on our YouTube channel, That's the Truth, as well as our Facebook page, Link with God. Please share these links with your friends and family so that they too can be blessed. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Stay tuned. There's a lot more of the Word of God coming right up. My name is Lincoln, and you're listening to That's the Truth.